Welcome to the Medical Mnemonist Podcast, brought to you by Med School Coach. Each episode, take a journey into the top techniques for medical mnemonics, study skills, board exam tips, and accelerated learning in higher education. Now, here's your host, Chase DeMarco. Good day, medical mnemonists. I am your host, Chase DeMarco, and today we're going to discuss a topic that doesn't get brought up nearly enough in medical school, and it seems to be being brought up more commonly in the medical professional, physician, other groups, but not so much in medical school, in healthcare, education, in these pre-employment, pre-occupational types of settings. And this topic is failure and what we do with failure. And I want to make it very clear that failure is an inevitability for most of us. It's just something that has to happen for us to grow in whatever we're working on at the time. So this might be our education, this might be personal, this might be social, this could be any wide range of topics. But first I want to ask you, what do you think of when you hear the word failure? it probably brings up some negative connotations, some things that you kind of want to avoid. But I want to tell you that with an equation like failure plus persistence, we can reach success. Now, let me go over some of the topics of failure and how we can turn these failures into success with the use of persistence and with some planning. So I failed many times in my life so far, and I continue to do so. And the feeling is never great when it's happening. And it doesn't matter what the failure is about. It could be a small failure. It could be a large failure. It could be academic. It could be occupation. It could be anything. Generally, the first feeling is going to be one of, I can't believe I did that, or I can't believe I did it again, or I'm just not good enough. And this is not a good mindset to be in for your education. And there's a lot of research stating that, you know, when you're in a bad mindset, you're not going to learn as well. So this is how we can really relate these failure topics and of overcoming failure and academic success. So let's focus on how to turn these failures into something better, how to focus these failure points, not as an end point, as this seemingly end of the road, we have failed and there's nothing we can do about it, into a starting point. So I can give you a few personal examples uh, through med school. I have failed assignments. I failed quizzes. I have delayed the onset of graduating. I've delayed the endpoint that I wanted to reach in order to maybe take a board exam. There are many different points here that we could use as examples. And, you know, sometimes these aren't even your fault. For example, there is one quiz that I think 98% of the students failed. Is that our fault? Probably not. That's something that the teacher was looking for that did not express to us or didn't explain how to do things the way she wanted it. And those you just got to shrug off. There's nothing you can do about it. Don't worry about it. Move on. Don't let it get you down. Don't overthink it. But there are other failures that we can really use as great teaching points, as these starting points. And a lot of my past failures have led to starting some great things, such as this podcast and other content that I've mentioned on past episodes. It's led to reaching out to other physicians and students and networking and finding solutions that would have otherwise been unbeknownst to me. In fact, we can take one of the past episodes of this podcast. I believe it's episode 31 with Daniel Sadawi Kanafka, and this is about the topic of WOOP, W-O-O-P. 
This is wish outcome obstacle plan. And it's really a way to plan for failures and plan what you're going to do when those failures arise. And the first thing is we have to understand that not everyone is going to have the same problem that we have or run into the same failure point that we have and understand the failure point we have. If I fail an exam, I could talk to a parent, for instance, but they're not going to understand what I'm going through. They're not going to understand the material, the difficulty, the timelines, the potential consequences of this failure. So it's important to find someone that will understand, someone within your in-group that you can discuss with, some colleague, even if it's at a different school, someone that's been through the process before. And if you fail something, turn it into a bit of self-exploration and analysis. What could you have done differently? What could you have done better? What can you improve on? Is it a skill? Is it knowledge-based? Are there other people that you can talk to that have overcome this problem before and might have some firsthand knowledge that you can learn from? There are different ones for IMGs versus American graduates. There are different delays in schedule that are unavoidable. There are different open opportunities and extracurricular activities to boost your CV. But with a little research and reaching out to others and networking, you might find out that there's a lot more out there than you thought. Obviously, probably the largest failure would be failing a board exam. That's probably going to be the most detrimental thing that can happen to you during your medical education. You can fail a class and it won't hold a great sway over your future. You can fail an assignment and shrug it off. But if you fail a board exam, that's on your permanent record. That's something that can really be a hindrance later on. And hopefully to prevent that, you've been told by other classmates or your instructors or someone down the road that you should take a lot of practice tests. You should take MBMEs. You can take third-party practice exams and self-assessments. And make sure you're at a high enough passing rate that you don't need to worry about failure when you take the actual exam. And of course, if you're not passing these pre-qualifying exams, these practice tests, then there are a lot of tools that you can start to implement. And it might take some more time before you're ready. You might have to put back your graduation date you might have to push back your test date a couple of months. And this is not ideal. And it can be very stressful, very frustrating. Believe me, I've had to do it. But we discuss a lot of tools on this podcast as well. And other resources are readily available out there for you to learn from. And if you implement them properly, you can definitely assure that at some point you can turn a past failure and use the persistence of your current techniques and tools to reach that success point. So let's go over a couple of failures that I've run into in the past and some examples of how I've tried to turn them into successes. So I have obviously in the past taken way too long to pass certain exams. And this is normal for IMGs, especially from smaller schools where you're just not as prepared. You don't have the same resources. It can take a lot longer to reach that point where you're going to be comfortable in your potential for passing something as large and comprehensive as the step one, step two, or complex exams. I've definitely not studied properly in the past, which we've discussed on many, many, many episodes. And you know, part of that has led to a lot of great content here and giving personal examples of how I've changed those into better techniques. I've made lots of excuses in the past. You know, either this is a bad resource or this was written incorrectly. It's not my fault. And push the blame onto someone else or something else. 
I've run into a lot of clinical education obstacles when I did my clinical rotations for third and fourth year. There are limited times, there are limited selections out there, and the education from some of those rotations was not the quality that we would all like to receive. But sometimes there's nothing you can do about that. I've definitely put off taking care of myself physically, mentally, socially. There's just a lot of limitations that we sometimes have to put on ourselves temporarily in order to focus on a larger goal. There's a lot of sacrifices we make as students. And sometimes this can go on for months where we just don't even talk to anyone. We don't go outside. We don't go to the gym or eat healthy. We forget to meditate because that 20, 30 minutes once or twice a day is just a lot of time that I should be studying. You know, we put off a lot of our lives and that's not always the best solution either. So I've used some of these failures in the past and through persistence, through saying, I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm not going to let this be the end point. I'm going to let this be the starting point for something else, have led them into some successes at this point. One of the most obvious ones would be turning some of my past failures in study tactics and delays in exam taking into this podcast, which has allowed me to meet great people and gain some expert advice from a wide variety of educators and practitioners from study skills and from mnemonics and memory techniques. It led to the book, Read This Before Medical School, which I mentioned on multiple past episodes. And Read This Before Medical School let me reach out to more people and to go and guest speak on other podcasts about the material we've learned, to share these educational resources for other students that might be interested in learning more about their current failure points, their current obstacles, their current weaknesses, and how to improve on those for the long run. I've been able to implement a lot of these new study tactics into my own study patterns and to try to be a little more disciplined and add more tools to the tool chest, so to speak. And I'm far from perfect. I will tell people all the time. I'm sometimes considered quite lazy on some of these. It's terrible to admit, but we all have our limitations depending on what else is going on in our lives. And sometimes you can't be 100% full speed ahead all the time. I've used the ability to reach out for this podcast and for the One Minute Preceptor podcast to reach out to other physicians and educators and to connect with such a wide variety of interesting people and reach out socially so that others might share their experiences as well and their professional tips and tricks and just share a lot more value with you, the audience. And obviously, if you haven't checked out the One Minute Preceptor podcast, I definitely recommend doing that. If you haven't checked out Read This Before Medical School, we have the free PDF on freemeded.org slash medstudent. A lot of free material out there for all of you to utilize and to share with others. So I want you to think about some of your failure points that you've reached in the past and what you did to overcome them. Or if you didn't do anything, if you just kind of took the beating and moved on with your life, what could you have done differently? What did you fail at? And what was the outcome of it? And this is where we can go back to that whoop technique that I discussed earlier. And I didn't go into great detail. Please check out episode 31 if you want the full detail on it. And actually, we're probably going to have another future episode pretty soon on it. And that's wish outcome obstacle plan. Think about what your wish is and what the objective of that wish is. 
what are the goals? How are you going to reach it? What is the end point, the reasoning behind these goals? And then what obstacles can arise? And then plan around those obstacles. Pre-planning for them makes you so much more efficient at tackling them, at not getting distressed when the occurrence happens, when all of your stress hormones are rising because something negative just happened, some obstacle landed in your lap. You'll have a plan already set and be more likely to implement it there. Think about future plans and wishes and goals and how you can overcome potential obstacles there. If it's study-related, will you take extra time to study or will you try to study in a different manner? Maybe get outside your comfort zone, as we discuss quite frequently. Get away from passive learning techniques. Implement deliberate practice. Be purposeful. Be effortful in your studies. Try different techniques that you haven't tried before because the ones you're using probably aren't working to their fullest effect or to the extent you want them to. And if you need to get out, if you need to be more active, what are some things you can do to make yourself better without influencing or negatively impacting your current plans? Can you maybe buy some weights for at home instead of going to the gym, saving that extra travel time every day a couple of days a week? Can you join a meetup locally to get out of just the, the medical or study environment and meet some people for a hobby that you want? Obviously, probably not so much right now with COVID going on, but that's something I used to do all the time just to find hobbies, find wilderness things to do, meet people with other interests outside of my academic or professional life. By focusing on these goals and the potential obstacles ahead of time, finding ways around the obstacles, that is the persistence part that we discuss in this episode. That is the way to turn that failure, that quote-unquote endpoint, into a starting point, potentially for something much larger. So I want to leave you with this quote, brief to the point, and I can't find one that's better. One day or day one, you choose, and I'll catch you next week. The Medical Mnemonist Podcast is powered by Med School Coach. To access Med School Coach services, including USMLE tutoring and residency admissions advising, visit our website at medschoolcoach.com. Good luck as you prepare for your board exams, and we hope you tune in again next time.